Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Peak Northwest, an outdoors and travel podcast by the Oregonian and Oregon Live, dedicated to the adventure and exploration of our beautiful Pacific Northwest. I'm Jamie Hale. And I'm Vicki Connor. Together, we take you to some of the most beautiful and interesting destinations in our region, discussing where to go, what to do, and places to see. And today, we're headed out to Central Oregon to the town of Madras for one of Oregon's scenic bikeways. Vicki, I understand you went out to Madras for this ride specifically just uh, a few weeks ago. Is that right? That is right. Um, I went out there a few weeks ago. I actually chose to do this bike ride um, the day after my birthday as kind of a way to celebrate and do something really fun and be outside. Oh my gosh. And um, this ride is 29 miles long and it's the closest I could get to like riding 28 miles for my 28th birthday. Uh, so that's kind of why I chose this ride. <laughs> you didn't like stop a mile short just to make it 28 for 28. <laughs> I should have, I really should have just like stopped short, told Nick to keep biking and then come get me with the car and be like, this is it 28, no more, no less. <laughs> Well, so this is obviously not the only scenic bike way in Oregon. There are a bunch, right? Yes, there are a bunch. And I was kind of inspired um, back when Jim was with us here at the Oregonian and Peak Northwest. We did um, another scenic bike way from this list. And so I was like, oh, man, I want to see if like what other ones there are. Um, and this ride specifically is in Madras, which is in central Oregon. And um, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I hadn't really, I had not been out to central Oregon at all, maybe just driving through, but um, I hadn't been to this part of Oregon for uh, a stay or an activity. So that was another thing that contributed to me choosing this bikeway. Um, but so yeah, this is one out of 17 different Oregon scenic bikeways. And for folks who aren't familiar with the term scenic bikeway, what exactly are we talking about here? So we're talking about these 17 different rides that are designated um, as specific areas that are just really beautiful, go through different parts of the state. And they're usually, they're typically on roads that are like, you know, nice and paved out um, and Honestly, it's just a beautiful ride. And some they they will rank them if you look them up. Um, if you look up Oregon Scenic Bikeways, they kind of rank them by um, difficulty level and they'll tell you the distance. Um, and they'll even tell you the best seasons um, 
for riding. So this one, because it is in central Oregon and the weather tends to be, you know, pretty much mild throughout the year, it's rated as a moderate ride and it's a year round ride as well. So we knew that the weather would hopefully be in our corner for a beautiful ride and a beautiful day. Yeah, gosh. And that's such a beautiful part of the state too. I know it's kind of out in the desert a little bit. Um, and I, you know, I know these scenic bikeways typically have sort of fanciful names. So what, what is this one called? What's its like official name? So the official name of this one is Madras Mountain Views Scenic Bikeway. And it Ooh. most definitely lived up to its name because throughout, <laughs> <laughs> throughout this ride, First and foremost, Mount Jefferson is smacking you in the face the whole time. And I was nervous because I was like, oh, what if the clouds roll through? And then like, I'm doing this ride. I went to take video of this ride for Peak Northwest video series. And I was like, what if you can't even see the mountains? (laughs) How am I going to portray what this ride is actually like and how beautiful it actually is? So we lucked out and uh, it was a pretty clear day. And uh could perfectly see Mount Jefferson. Amazing. And I'm sure some other mountains too. Three Sisters is probably, is that in that area as well? Yes. Yes. Could definitely see Three Sisters. Saw a little bit of Mount Hood. Um, You can also see Broken Top and Three Fingered Jack. So you are on a really clear day. You can see a bunch and it's so cool as you're biking just to be like, wow, like these are the views the whole way pretty much. That's so cool. And you said, okay, so you said this is a a 29 mile ride. What are the other um, specs of this that people need to know? Yeah. So it's a 29 mile ride and it's about 1200 feet of elevation gain. Um, So as you start out, you, you start in downtown Madras at um, a park downtown, and then you make your way into the surrounding farmland. And, um, it's really cool. I mean, you, you just get these like rolling hills. And for the most part, like the first half of the ride is super, super flat. Um, or it felt like it, they're tiny, tiny hills, but, um, it, (laughs) it was just such a nice day. I'm going to keep reiterating how nice it was outside that it was, it felt like a stroll in the park really. And another reason why Nick and I chose this ride was because, um, you know, as summer is approaching, We wanted to get our bikes out, kind of like dust off the wheels, get back into things because admittedly we were not biking too much during the rainy season in Portland. And um, (laughs) for us, this was definitely a ride to just kind of like get back into the swing of things. So I wanted to choose something that was rated as not the easiest ride, but, you know, had a little bit of difficulty get back into our our biking legs. So the first half was mostly flat and then uh, the back end had a little bit of hill action to uh, really kick in the quads. (laughs) (laughs) I I imagine this isn't on like the the highway. You know, people are driving this area. They're used to driving like, you know, 26 out of Madras or the the sort of surrounding highways. What, what What kind of roads are you on in this ride? Yeah, so it's pretty much all back roads, and that's another thing about these Oregon Scenic Bikeways. They're not they're not going to take you on any major highways. They're going to take you on um, on routes that are not as heavily trafficked. So there might be cars still on the road, but not something where it's like a highway. Um, so we took a lot of these really nice country roads and 
like I said, there were some cars, cars on the road, depending if you get really, if you get started early in the morning, you might not run into that as much. We had like a 10 a.m. start time. It was a very leisurely ride for us. So um, we ran into a little bit of traffic, but it, it didn't feel dangerous at all to us. Well, I wonder if you could take us on the ride a little bit. So you said you you left from a park in Madras. You kind of went out into these surrounding farmlands or on these back roads. Um, where do you go from there and, and what does it look like? Yeah, so from Madras, um, it'll take you into a few other smaller towns um, in these country roads. So went from Madras out to Metolius, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, Mm -hmm. and then went down more country roads to Culver. And then from there, you start heading um, further north or back north, uh, and you go around to Cove Palisades State Park. And this specifically was- Oh, so beautiful. Oh my gosh. Yes. So, so beautiful. It was a great like halfway point in the ride. And there is this awesome lookout point where you just look down and you see like, uh, like Billy Chinook and the different like rock formations there and a great view of Mount Jefferson as well. Gosh, I think I know exactly the viewpoint you're talking about. And it's, really? it's, it's phenomenal to see those, those mountains over that, that huge reservoir and the big canyons. God, yeah. Just one of the coolest parks um, in Oregon. Um, such a nice spot. So uh, good halfway point, you said, you know, you yes. get those good views. Maybe you're stopping for a little break. Where, where, where do you go after that? So from there, I'll also note that this ride is really beautiful just to like take in a little bit of desert scenery, which I had not seen really since uh, moving to Portland. So getting that desert scenery by the, um, by Cove Palisades was really cool. And from there you keep traveling. It's basically a giant loop. So you're traveling back to that park where you initially started and you basically travel through a little bit more farmland. You make your way to a big hill on the backside. I'm looking at it. Um, this big, this big hill that we went up is like right around Round Butte, um, where it looks like there's a Round Butte Overlook Park. But that is the final like push of this ride. So you're going up this giant hill, and then on the back end, you get to speed down for like five-ish miles, um, and. <laughs> I will not lie. This hill was kind of like, it broke me a little bit. It broke me a little bit. Because uh, <laughs> you, you go through most of this ride and you're like, wow, I'm having a great time. I'm taking these mountain peaks in. Everything is so beautiful. And you're like, we have to be almost done yet. And I'm tracking it on my watch. Like, it looks like we got about 10 more miles, whatever. Um, and then I'm just like hit with this hill. And I'm like, oh, I'm not sure my legs are ready for this. So uh, I will not lie. I got off a few times, like had to take a water break, you know, cool myself down, but made it up the hill eventually. Didn't didn't do any. I didn't have to walk my bike up. Just took a, a number of breaks to just chill for a second and then uh, sped on down the back end. And then from there, we uh, we made our way back to the park. So we made that 29 full mile trip. 
That's amazing. It's so nice that it's a loop and you can just end up right back in Madras. Yes, definitely. Um, and surprisingly, I, I don't think we saw one other biking group along the ride. Uh, you know, we saw cars, we saw some other people, especially going through these smaller towns, but we were the only ones on bike doing the bike way. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mentioned seeing a lot of really cool desert scenery as well. And you mentioned that's not something you've seen a lot of since moving to Oregon, which, which makes sense. I, I feel like, you know, I, when I go out to the desert and I tell people, um, who don't live here, like, Oh, I was out in the desert last week. They say, where were you? Where did you find desert? And I was like <laughs> in, in Oregon and the other two thirds of the state <laughs> that are yeah. desert. Um, but it, it kind of is something that, that folks don't think about a lot when they think about Oregon, um, especially people from outside the area or who are new here. Mm -hmm. So I, I guess I'm curious, you know, having sort of one of your first big experiences with that desert landscape, um, what did you think of it? I really liked it. And, um, you know, coming off of where I previously lived, living in the California desert, um, I noticed there's just, I'd say there it's, you know, it's less of a sandy desert here. It's more like brush. Um, and I will say that this, the drive to Madras was incredible because for some reason I just didn't realize that you drove like through Mount Hood to get over to, you know, this bend type area. <laughs> and so seeing the differences in terrain going from Portland up to Mount Hood. And then I just remember on the drive after leaving like, Mount Hood National Forest area. It's like, oh, it's almost like a snap of a finger and it's desert terrain now. Uh, so that was really cool to see um, because I also made the drive kind of around golden hour-ish and driving through like Warm Springs reservation area. Wow. The, <laughs> the sun coming through at golden yeah. hour and just seeing a bunch of like wild horses running and this beautiful scenery <laughs> like rivers and um really brought a tear to my eye driving through this area it was so beautiful wow yeah coming into warm springs just like you said coming out of the those like forests where it's like tree 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 and then all of a sudden it just opens up and you get like yeah. sagebrush and like sort yeah. of the scrubby brush and just open sky it's just like you said, a snap of a finger. That, that's exactly right. Um, mm -hmm. Such a cool experience. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. Amazing. So you've mentioned a lot of good parts of the ride. Was there a part of it that is your favorite? Do you want to play favorites? <laughs> um, well, well <laughs> all of the farmland was really cool to see. And I, I do hear in the spring that there's... Um, I'm sure there's like wildflowers popping up in this area as well. We went at the end of March. Mm -hmm. um, so it was really cool to see all that farmland. Um, but Cove Palisades State Park had to be my favorite. Yeah. I was just, I did not expect it to just open up into seeing, yeah, that reservoir area. Uh, so that was awesome. So breathtaking. And you can't beat that scenery that's just a great halfway point to like take a break grab a snack and relax and take it all in um yeah i ah, i will be thinking about that view for a while ah that's amazing such a good place to stay too um in cove palisades you know i, I imagine that one way it could be done is you know you, you bike to cove palisades stay the night there 
um, and bike back into Madras um, or do a bike loop into Madras and back to go Palisades while staying there at a campground or something. It being at a halfway mark seems like it opens so many options for folks who want to do this adventure. Absolutely. And that was another thing. If you go on to um, the site where it lists out all of the Oregon Scenic Bikeways and you click into specific ones, they'll also offer different like uh, suggestions. Maybe you can camp here or there. And that's what it did for this ride, specifically what you just said with staying at Cove Palisades. Um, so we ended up staying, though, at an Airbnb in Madras, or it was in the farmland of Madras. So even from downtown, it was like a 10 minute drive outside of downtown and it was on a farm. Um, and I, we chose this place specifically also because it was one of the only Airbnbs available, at least for that weekend. So, um, <laughs> one of the few options you should maybe shop around a little bit beforehand if, if you aren't camping, um, <laughs> because, Few and far between on lodging options uh, in Madras, as far as Airbnbs and go, at least. <laughs> so as the weather gets really nice, I think camping sounds like an awesome option when you're doing this bike way. Yeah. Well, I, I'm curious. You talk about, about staying in Madras, um, kind of anchored there. I know, obviously, I think everyone who listens to the podcast regularly knows that you are a lover of a sweet treat. <laughs> Did you find some way to cool off after that bike ride when you got back to Madras? Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. I will admit that I, I did have a sweet treat. Was it a really cool, like independent little uh, storefront ice cream shop? <laughs> no. Was it the Sonic in town? Yes. <laughs> So yeah, all right. <laughs> whatever their equivalent to like a McFlurry was is what I got after this ride because I deserved it and I couldn't find any other place to get some quality ice cream. <laughs> at least that was open that at that day. Um, so yeah, sadly, <laughs> Sonic. You know what? Not sadly. I really enjoyed my my ice cream yeah. from Sonic. Nothing um, wrong with that. But I do have some shout outs for some other uh, local eateries in Madras. Um, our first actual meal after our ride was at Jimenez um, Taco Truck. And uh, if you go, they're cash only. They have really, really great meat there. Um, I really enjoyed their chorizo tacos. And um, yeah, everything was super fresh, tiny little like street tacos, um, doubled up corn tortillas, like the whole shebang. Very, very good. Um, we also checked out the day before our ride, or maybe the, it was the breakfast that we had before our ride. Uh, we stopped at Eagle Bakery, which was one of the top ranking eateries, you know, whether you're comparing breakfast, lunch, or dinner, like this place was standing out in, um, in the ratings when I was looking up different shops and wow, this place, Oh, the ratings did not lie. As soon as you walk in, you're hit <laughs> with this great scent of every baked good product you could imagine. And the shelves are just stocked with everything from breads to pies to quiche, like they have it all. Mm. 
And as we walk in, they're like, oh, would you like to try a free sample of our cinnamon rolls? And I love cinnamon rolls. So I was like, heck yes. And I was expecting, <laughs> you know, like a tiny little bite piece off of the side. They then hand me a full cinnamon roll that must be like, you know, a diameter of like eight inches across or something. And I'm like, is this all for me? Is this is this the sample? And they're like, yes, this is for you. Um and wow what i know i know <laughs> honestly it was one of the best cinnamon rolls i've ever had in my life it was so soft and the icing was amazing, amazing. so good um so highly recommend uh eagle bakery they're only open on fridays and saturdays so get there when you can and then Man. the last place um that i will recommend is this Korean restaurant that's just a walk-up window, um, and it's called Imone, I believe. Forgive me if I am pronouncing that wrong, but um, also really solid food. It was that was like a nice dinner after our, our ride um, to get you know just like a chicken rice type of dish. Um, really, really solid, and did not think that I would find tasty Korean food in Madras, Oregon, but there I was. Incredible. I love it when it works out like that. So it sounds like you had a, a, all in all, like a pretty good time out there. Really nice time. Um, we ended up doing two nights there. I think our Airbnb was like a two night minimum. Um, but I think you could easily, if you're coming from Portland and you want to do this ride, I think you could easily spend, you know, one night and then do the ride and then head back home. Um, but if you're willing to make a big trip out of it. You could totally do like a central Oregon trip, do this bikeway, maybe head down to bend afterwards. I think if we had more time, that's what Nick and I would have done. Um, but it was a lovely short excursion out to central Oregon and I still have not been to bend yet, but I'll make it there one day. <laughs> <laughs> well, for folks who, um, yeah, who have, uh, maybe, their, their curiosity peaked about this now, maybe you're interested in following in your footsteps and doing this ride themselves. Is there anything else they need to know? I mean, like what's like the, the difficulty level folks should be prepared for when they do this? I would say that this lived up to its moderate rating. So if this is an intermediate ride, you should be familiar with road biking. Um, you know, 29 miles is still a good amount of distance. So yeah, maybe you've done some riding around the city and you're looking for more of a scenic ride. This might be something for you, but you do have that hill at the end. So while it is always an option to walk your bike up the hill, like this might, you know, tire out the legs for someone who hasn't done a longer bike ride before, but it was not by any means the hardest ride I've ever done. It was not as hard as biking around Crater Lake that one time that I did last fall. <laughs> <laughs> that's right so you've you've done the crater lake uh bike trip you've done this yeah. one in madras cove palisades is there another bike trip another bike way perhaps in your future absolutely i would like to do as many of these scenic bikeways as possible so don't be surprised if i come back on this podcast talking about a different one the one that i did that I did not personally do. I filmed Jim Ryan as he completed the Mackenzie Pass scenic bikeway. I would love to go back and actually bike that and not 
not be there just to film. Um, there's also one called Wild Rivers Coast Scenic Bikeway. And it's, I think it's the only one that's on the coast and has, you know, those coastal views. And I would love to do that. Um, and that is like 61 miles out and back. So I might need a little bit more training. <laughs> <laughs> a good thing to work your way up toward, I think. Absolutely, absolutely. There are some, you really can find it all on this list. So uh, if you are interested in looking up one of the 17 different Oregon Scenic Bikeways, um, they're all listed on Travel Oregon. And um, you can go ahead and see what fits you there. And fun fact, Oregon was the first state to implement, um, you know, these scenic bikeways or name them like this. Ah, amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to hear more about your scenic bikeway adventures in the future and really hope you get to bend one of these days. Absolutely. I cannot wait to tell you about my future bend <laughs> experience and I will be looking up all of your past articles, Jamie, uh, about things to do and uh, things to eat in the area. So can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got some sweet treat recommend, recommendations for you at a bend for sure. Uh, yes. I cannot wait. But folks, until next time, you can watch our videos on the Oregonians YouTube channel and view all of our travel and outdoors coverage on OregonLive.com slash travel, as well as HereIsOregon.com. Please leave us a rating or review if you enjoy the show. And if you want to support this podcast, as well as our local journalism, please consider a subscription to Oregon Live. You can find details at OregonLive.com slash pod support. Also, if you're a friend of the show and you're interested in potentially sponsoring it, you can get in touch with our marketing people at advertise at oregonian.com. This episode of the show was produced by me, Vicki Connor, alongside Jamie Hale. Stay safe and happy travels, everyone. Until next time, we leave you with this 10 seconds of Zen.